Welcome to Seat at the Table podcast. My name is Mel Rodriguez, and if you want to grow in your relationship with God, this is the place to be. Follow me on social media. My handle on Instagram is at MelRodriguezX. So grab a coffee, your Bible, and let's talk Jesus. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Seat at the Table podcast. This is episode 10. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. It's something that the Lord has put on my heart and I hope that it serves you for your life, for your everyday living. So I want to encourage you to grab your Bible, grab a notebook and a pen and write everything down that I'm saying because this word I believe and I declare that it's going to bless you and you're going to walk away different. So let's get started. This episode is called Condition position so the condition is greater than position and what do i mean by this i mean by this when our condition is our heart what does our heart look like right when we are in a high position what does our heart look like when we are in a lower position what does our heart look like sometimes when we are in a higher position whether it be at our job whether it be with our friends at school whether it be at church whether it be on the altar our condition, we can grow selfish, we can grow egotistical, we can grow prideful of our position, right? That we're not checking our condition. And I think that that's something so powerful because the Lord was talking to me about this a lot because it's so important that we always have a heart that not is only humble, but a heart that is not prideful. And a beautiful example of what I'm talking about is Gideon. And this is the first time that I've read the story, but something so powerful that I grabbed from the book of Judges was the fact that this man, he was the man that was the least in his family. He was also a prophet appointed by God. And this man, he was from this tribe that he never saw God work like ever. Like his ancestors were telling him about everything that God did for them. But Gideon, he never experienced that for himself. Yet the Lord showed himself so clearly to Gideon. Judges chapter 6 verse 12. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Now, God is straight up telling Gideon who he is in his eyes. Mighty warrior. You see, even though Gideon told the Lord that he never saw these wonders, he was going to trust him. Gideon called himself insignificant when God called him worthy. And I think that that's something so powerful because sometimes most of us, when we're called to something that God tells us to do, we're like, oh, I could never do that. But you see, that's not the point. The point is that when we look at ourselves ugly, when we look at ourselves as insignificant and unworthy, God does not look at that. God says, you are worthy in my eyes, right? Gideon didn't think he could do it, but yeah, he was still persistent in seeing if it was really him that God was talking to. And if you actually read more in this story, you will see that Gideon asked the Lord many, many times to show himself in certain signs and certain ways to Gideon so that Gideon's faith could be built up. And you want to know why God did all of these things? Because Guys, this is how we are with God sometimes. We're like, God, if this is really what you want me to do, give me a sign. Like, I know that I'm not lying. I'm speaking facts because I've been there. And I'm just like, God, I need a sign from you because I'm having a little bit of trouble understanding what it is that you want me to do. And that's exactly what Gideon did. You see, he didn't know that he could do it. He didn't know that he was actually going to carry out what the Lord told him to do. Yet he was a humble man. He was never a man of precision. He never cared about being first. He was not even the strongest person, yet he only cared about the fact that he was seen by God and he wanted that clear as day. He wanted that clear as day. Yet God, he gave him a promise that ever since he showed himself to Gideon, God was going to give him the victory. 
And even though Gideon felt like he had nothing to work with, God looked past that and deemed him as the perfect man for the job. God does not look at what we have in our table. God does not look at our successes. God does not look at our precision. God does not look at everything that we've accomplished in this life. Yes, he is proud of us. Yes, he loves us. But God looks at our hearts each and every day, seeing our posture and how we're confronting things, how we're going into something. What does our heart look like? You see, God, you see, God does not need us to be perfect or to follow everything perfectly. He's always willing to use the person with a pure and a willing heart. Judges chapter 6 verse 16, the Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. You see, that's the promise that God delivered to Gideon. Now it was up to Gideon whether he was going to believe this promise or not. Yet God left it very clear. I'm going to give you the Midianites. You're going to have the victory over them and not one of them is going to be left alive. Why did Gideon carry that out? Because he had faith. Because he trusted that even though he's never seen God work, he was going to see God do something incredible. You see, it was God's power through Gideon that made all of this possible. But he had something much more valuable than not being the first in the family. The condition of his heart, not the position. He was never first. Because if you have your pure and willing heart, God loves that. God sees that and says, you have a pure and willing heart. I know that I'm, what I'm going to give you, I know that what I'm going to ask you to do, you're going to do it because your heart is pure and your heart is willing. Most of us, we have a hard time working with the things that God tells us to do because our heart is in the wrong place. We want to impress. We want to be that person that says yes all the time. You, we want to be the person that's liked by everyone. We want the highest position. We want to be seen. And you want to know what that accomplishes us? We want to perform. And then we develop this habit of wanting to perform. And in this case, it was Israel. Israel was the exact image of a position, not the condition. Because in Judges chapter 7, the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men. I cannot deliver Midian into their hands, or Israel would boast against me. My own strength has saved me. God is already telling them. Israel not only wanted the victory, but wanted the glory. And what did God do? He chose a humble nobody and gave him the victory. Because Gideon's heart was where God wanted it. It was positioned with the will of God. When our heart is not positioned in the will of God, we are going to miss God. We are going to miss what he wants for us. We are going to miss what he wants to do through us. Which is why it's so important that we're checking our hearts, that we're checking our intentions, that we're checking what we're allowing into our heart, what is going on inside of us that is hindering God from coming in. Because sometimes we're so full of ourselves, we make no room for God. And Israel was the perfect example. God knew that if he would have given the Midianites to Israel, Israel would have taken all of the glory. And God said, you are not taking the glory because the glory is mine. I'm the one that should be glorified through all that I'm doing, right? That's the purpose that God wants for your life. Everything that you're going through, every situation that you may come across, every victory, every loss that you feel like is a loss to you, God is using that to be glorified because God's name is going to be glorified through you. Now, not only did God remove the large amount of the army that Gideon had to go into battle with, but he only left Gideon with 300 men. Gideon's army started with 22,000 and then God lowered it down to 10,000 and then only to 300 men. Gideon went into battle. And even though Gideon was still a little bit hesitant because he had no idea how he was going to beat, how he was going to beat such a big army from the Midianites, God said to work with what he had given him. 
God told him, these are the men that I'm going to give to you. And this is what you're going to do. And you're going to do it because my power is in you. Israel was removed from the main focus. Jesus became the focus of this battle, the center, the only one that could that could and made it happen. He showed Gideon just that, that less is more. And even in Gideon's condition, God's power overcame all of those things. But I feel like when we really realize this is when we go through things in this life that can bring us down. You want to know what's revealed in our secret place? Our faith, our time in the secret place is brought to light. Are we faithful to Jesus when we feel like we have nothing to work with? When we're chosen, not because of what we have, but because of how our heart looks like before God. Our performance does not matter. Our position does not matter. Our successes do not matter. God does not look at those things. He looks at the person with a heart that is pure and humble and willing. He looks at the person nobody looks at or even thinks of, of the person that everyone pushes to a side. God's favor is on them. God's favor is on the children that obey, that are holy, that are disciplined, that, that have a hunger for him. But that's how God looks at his children because God rejoices in the fact that his children obey him. God rejoices in the fact that his children love to be disciplined by him, love to be holy and hungry for Jesus. God multiplied what Gideon had in his hand. And with those 300 men, when he blew the trumpets and the torches full of fire, all of the men fled from that battle. They left. They did not look back. Gideon had won battle which is why this is the attitude that we should strive to have a heart that wants to please god and wants to serve him wholeheartedly psalm chapter 34 verse 9 through 10 fear the lord you his godly people for those who fear him will have all they need even strong young lions sometimes go hungry but those who trust in the lord will lack no good thing even the people that seem to have it all together even the people that are used by god even the people that are close to God go hungry. Even those people go through certain things in life that that make them doubt, that make them discouraged, that make them disappointed. Those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing, which means that if you and I go into our heart, into our secret place, willing to be vulnerable, willing to say, Lord, I'm hungry, I need you, my heart is in the wrong place. I repent before you. God looks at that. And he looks at you with favor. He loves his children. He loves his children that go into the secret place and are just honest before him. Guys, we don't have to strive with Jesus. Guys, we don't have to, that's religion. We don't have to strive to be the best person. We don't we don't have to strive to be the one with the most views, the most likes. We don't have to strive to be the one with the best job, the best house, the best car. That's not what God looks at. God looks at your heart. God looks at your condition. He does not care about your position. God is going to take care of that. But first, he has to work through your heart. So my prayer, my encouragement for you today is that whatever your heart may look like, you may give that to the Lord. And you may say, God, my heart has been wrong before you this entire time. Help me, Lord. Create a clean heart in me. That's my prayer for you today. 
I hope that you have enjoyed this message. I hope that it's opened your eyes more to God and to your walk with him. And listen, if this is your first time listening, I want to encourage you and I want to tell you that God loves you and that you are in the right place. This is the message that the Lord wanted me to share. And I, ho- I hope and I pray that it has blessed your life. Guys, I will see you in the next episode. Season one is officially over. We are going to be starting season two this Sunday. So I'm so excited and I hope that you guys will tune in more. Thank you and God bless you.